Hey folks, welcome into the live broadcast. So excited to have you guys here. All of the Grind and Don't Quit fam is in the house. Um, as you come in, just let me know you're here so I can say, hey, hello. A lot of good things going on already this week. You guys know the book is launched for voiceover domination. Many of you have already gotten it. Um, and thank you so much for that. Um, put a lot into this particular book. Uh, sorry, Tom, I mispronounced your name in the book, which I guess I should have looked it up on... Um, YouTube to for the correct pronunciation of your last name, but <laughs> thanks so much, everyone, for being here. Um, if you got the book, please do a review on it after you read it on Amazon. The audiobook I just got done yesterday on ACX, and that's going to be a couple of days, they say about seven to 14 days or something like that before it goes live. So I'll let you guys know as soon as the audiobook goes live. You've heard a little snippet of it. Um, I've put it out, so hopefully, you've heard that. And enjoyed that. So today I've got a real special guest, um, great voice actor, female voice actor, Conchita Congo is here with me today. And we're going to be talking about her journey in the voiceover realm and also her participation in Succeed On Demand, the brand new mastermind that we've started. So hello, Conchita. Welcome into the show. How you doing? Hello. Good morning. I'm grinding oh. and not quitting. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how we do. That's how we do. Well, uh, Conchito, we've been acquainted with each other for a little while now. And uh, I mean, you've even done some script writing for Earl Hall Studio, um, along with your own voiceover work. Tell us, a, tell us a little bit here. How did you actually get into the voiceover industry? What was that journey like for you to actually get in here? Well, it's a long one. Uh, <laughs> I actually started in, in being creative with my life a few years ago when I got into doing on-camera work here in Las Vegas with all the casinos and everything. Yeah. I thought that would be a good thing to get into uh, for commercials and, uh, you know, just little um, on-camera things that I could do for the casinos. But I found that that was just so hectic, so much hard mm -hmm. work. You have to look a certain way, dress a certain way. You've got to be ready for a wardrobe and all that. Be on camera and then it's hurry up and wait once you're there. Right. And it was just crazy. And then it wasn't the money that I was expecting either. Uh, so yeah. in just talking to other people that were doing that kind of work, I ran into someone who was doing voiceover. And she said, you have a really great voice. Have you considered voiceover? Uh -huh. And I said, no, I don't even know what that means, you know. <laughs> and uh, I just started doing some research at that time. And then I um, found that there was someone here locally who was doing some voiceover classes uh, in her home. And uh, just started taking her classes and, and getting involved in it. And I thought, well, this is great because I don't have to worry about how I look. I don't have to run out and be on set somewhere. <laughs> um, but then, of course, you find out about the investment in your equipment and, uh, you know, all the things that you have to do to just get set up. Yeah. So I did all of that. I, I started out with um, not high end equipment, but equipment that was good enough to get me going. Sure. And uh, I thought, OK, I'm on my way. So the next thing I did was I heard about the pay-to-play sites. Oh, we've all heard about Oh, yeah. You just yeah, knew you were going to blow up I, as soon as you got on a pay-to-play, right? <laughs> the first thing I did, of course, was Voices.com because that was, that was the yeah, first that was, thing yeah, I was around. That was 
And I was fortunate enough that when I got involved in voiceover, that I even got to meet the owners of the company. Oh, wow. I thought, oh, wow. Okay. I'm really in like Flynn now, you know? And so I paid to join that site and um, I got a lot of auditions and I was auditioning and practicing and learning how to do uh, editing and all of that. And I thought, well, this is great because this way I can just kind of develop, you know, my my editing skills and all of that as I go. That hasn't happened yet. Wow, because usually what happens to every voice actor, they just blow up as soon as they get on the pay to play. You know. <laughs> Oops, Conchita went offline, but that's okay. She'll be back in just a moment. She just probably clicked the wrong button. I was really getting into what it was that she was saying. So she'll be back, I'm sure, in just a moment. She'll realize she got kicked off and be right back in but i mean it's one of those things where when you are doing something on a pay to play i think most of us went through that experience before it's like you get on a pay to play and you think that you're just gonna automatically make a lot of money not realizing that i mean shucks even with voices.com i think they advertise on their home page they have over a quarter of a million i think what two hundred fifty thousand voice actors it's probably more by now on their site. So, you know, you're in that competition heavy with voices.com and being on that website or any pay to play site. It's one of the reasons why I talk about so much. Look, you've got to be on the offensive with this and you've really got to go in and start learning how to get your own clients. It's, it's the thing that has to be done. If we're going to make it in this industry, especially in the beginning and starting out, you know, it's obviously possible to make a name for yourself and get more high end clients like, you know, the Disney's and the, you know, all the uh, national commercials and all that type of stuff. Once you've established yourself and maybe even after you've gotten an appropriate agent, but to start out having an agent and being on a pay to play or freelance site is not normally the thing that blows you up. I think pretty much everybody can attest if you're going to blow up in this industry, It's going to be because you went after it. You went out there and you did what needed to be done in order to solidify your position in the voiceover industry. So many people are scared to put themselves out there. And one of the things I realize is there's a lot, a lot of self-limiting beliefs um, holding people back. One of the ones I see the most is that people are scared to charge the amount of money that they ought to charge. You know, in the book voiceover domination that I just put out, I deal with that a little bit. It's like, you're never going to meet your income goals unless you charge appropriate or what I like to call high end prices. I had a conversation with someone yesterday, actually that just got into the mastermind yesterday as well. And just talking about Look, you've got these people that if you're charging low prices, they're not even going to look at you. You know, the high end clients that I talk about going after and getting, if you're charging, you know, rock bottom prices on stuff, then they're just not going to even look at you. Okay, we got Conchita back. So, right, okay. Yeah, you're back. I had no idea what to do. I have no idea how to run a talk show. 
um, <laughs> without having someone there to talk to you. It's crazy. I don't know how. Okay, to do. I'm back. <laughs> I even remember my train of thought. <laughs> Keep it going. Let's go back to that because we were talking about the pay to plays and things okay, of that nature. Yes, so yes. Go back to that. Okay. So anyway, I joined the next one, the next big thing, and I knew someone who had started from zero. Mm. And had really made a name for himself on that particular site. Okay. And I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to follow his trail and do what he did. And uh, I did that. I, I did get some work and I really thought I was on my way. Mm -hmm. But then I wasn't getting the kind of work that was really making a living for me. Mm -hmm. So it, it became like a part-time thing and I would get up early in the morning yep. because I'm on the West Coast. So I have to get up earlier than everybody else anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would get up like four or five o'clock in the morning and I would just audition, audition, audition. Right. And from that, I was just eking out um, a job now and then. Let me let me ask you a question about that. How frustrating is it? to spend all that time auditioning and get nothing. I mean, what, let, I mean, really, what is that? What was that like for you? Cause I think each of us have an individual story about that. Cause we've all done that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it was, you know, at, at first I thought, well, if other people can do it, so can I. Mm -hmm. And then I would do all kinds of things to, to try and maximize uh, my presence on that site. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just. And there's uh, not much you can do. There's not much. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they tell you to plug in all the different genres you're interested in yeah. and all that kind of thing. And I was doing all that. But what was really awful was I found out that they had like a premium uh, membership. Yeah. yeah. And I realized that it was the people that were paying that extra money mm -hmm. that were getting any jobs at all. And I thought, well, I'm just not going to spend that kind of money. I, I really need to know what I'm spending that money for and right. what it's going to do for me. So uh, I just kept plugging along at it. And then I just felt like um, this isn't going to work for me. I've got to find some other means. So then I started going to other coaches. I would research uh, mm -hmm. people who had had success. Uh, I would listen to various webinars of uh, other coaches and so forth. And I even did some uh, live coaching. I even went to LA okay. uh, oh, wow. to, okay. work, to work with someone there. And um, it just didn't get me anywhere. What it did was uh, I spent a lot of money. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and I was just so frustrated because I thought I know how to do this. Yeah. And then in the meantime, I was doing things like upgrading my my studio. I was sure. doing things like learning, um, you know, better editing skills and all of that. And I thought, well, if I just up my game there, you know, that something's going to happen. And mm -hmm. then, of course, I had a website built. Uh, I'm, I'm not that very uh, technically oriented. But um, it, it's a good website. And I thought, okay, now I'm going to get the work. It's all going to start coming to me. So um, you realized your microphone, your website, your editing skills, your position on the pay-to-play sites had nothing to do with you getting the work. That's right. It boils down. And that's so much of what it is that we do. We think if I spend another $500 on my microphone, oh, yeah, yes. then I'll start getting the work. Yes. Oh, if I get this fancy, smancy website, that's going to be the thing to get right. me. Going. And then yeah. I was coveting a booth because it was like everybody at the top of the game, <laughs> you know, you've got to have this booth. So then I started pricing the whisper room. Right. You know, I if, if I if I can't get any work, how am I ever going to pay for this whisper room if I get it? You know, so I decided against that. But what I did was I started learning things about how to make 
what I have work better, make it more sure. efficient, you know, and mm -hmm. I did all that. And then I thought, well, if I just keep auditioning and keep working at it, I, I went into uh, email marketing. I spent a ton of money on email marketing. Mm -hmm. I did get a few jobs now and then, but still nothing yeah. was working for me um, until I found Earl Hall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. And what happened was I watched you ascend. I mean, okay. I really watched you blow it up. Okay. And I saw in the beginning that, uh, you know, that you were new and everything. And I thought, oh, well, let's see what happens with this guy, you know? Mm -hmm. And of course, what happened was, like I said, you just, you just blew it up. You, you took off like a rocket. And I thought, okay, that's the person that I need to listen to. That's the wow. person I need to learn from. I had so many other coaches in the past. I followed so many other programs in the past mm -hmm. that just didn't work. And I saw you, like I said, go from zero to hero in my book. So making me blush here. I don't even know what to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're cute when you blush. <laughs> but what was the thing that frustrated you the most or has frustrated you the most in this whole journey that you've been on? The thing that really well, just kind of pissed you off. A big part of it is because I came into voiceover when all of the old school people were really hitting their stride and okay. seeing success. So I thought that's the way to go. And I did everything that they did. But what was happening was the voiceover business was evolving. Everything was changing. Sure. Okay. And they didn't know that. But because I was following you, mm -hmm. I knew that. I just didn't know how to create what I needed to create to make it all work for me. Okay. But I started learning that from watching you, listening to you. Okay. And uh, then I had a real setback with my health. I spent mm. most of uh, 2017 in bed. Wow. But wow. while I was down, what I was doing was I was just collecting all this information. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was watching you and listening to you. And I thought, well, if I can just get this all put together, then I think I can make it work. And um, of course, I did have some more success along the way. I was getting more jobs. It, it was moving along. But then um, when you came out with the um, uh, success on demand, mm -hmm. and I looked at that entire uh, outline, and I thought, mm -hmm. oh, okay, that's it, you know. And I realized that that is something that I must do, that I must commit myself to that. Uh, I still had some health issues that I was working on, but now I'm to the point where most of that is behind me and um, some family issues and so forth, but I'm to sure. the point where- We've all got stuff. We've all yeah, got stuff. Yeah, as a matter of fact, today, one of those issues is, is, is gonna be totally cleared up and out of my way. So okay. I'm gonna be able to commit 100% to this. You know, I don't know if you can see the shirt I'm wearing, however- no. Oh, 100%, 100%. okay. 100%, <laughs> okay. I'm committing 100%. The, and you know what, the, the people that are successful in any business in any industry are the folks that, go all in. They, they put in that 100% effort. I don't know any other way to operate. I think you probably know that about me. <laughs> um, at this point, I'm just in that gear all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do take some time. I mean, you know, it was when I was on vacation back during the 4th of July week, when my father turned 70, his 70th birthday was July 2nd. 
And so we were on the East Coast. And so I was supposed to be on vacation all that week. Of course, I was doing stuff. Yes, you and, were. You know, my wife was like, um, you're supposed to be on vacation right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. You know, four hours later, you know, I'm still sitting. <laughs> still sitting yeah, I get stuff. that. I totally get that. Like I said, one of the, th- the things that I think was a plus for me um, when I was in, in bed for like, I, like I said, I went to my bedroom. And that was where I lived. Mm. But uh, because of the Internet, I was able to, you know, just keep up on what's going on in the voiceover world. And I was starting to understand that all the things that I was learning from the old school coaches just didn't apply anymore. You what, know? Can you is there something you can speak to specifically that you're talking about in regards, is there a specific thing that they talk about that kind of comes to mind that, you know, just isn't the thing? Well, one of the really, really big things was uh, fiber. Mm -hmm. Uh, I started to understand that fiber was really a viable source for building a career, Mm -hmm. but I did not want to get on fiber because I didn't want them to know (laughs) that I was, that I was, you know, because I knew I was going to be condemned for that, you know? Right, right, um, right. And then when I finally did take the step to at least set up a fiber account, I still couldn't figure out how it all worked. And I was mm-hmm. seeing people just really skyrocket their careers with fiber. And I thought, yeah. I've got to figure this thing out. And then of course, you know, I started watching you on fiber mm-hmm. and I'm getting more of a handle on it now, but what I really need and what you give me is what I call a GPS. I have plugged you into my GPS system. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the path I'm following. I'm blocking out everything else. I, you know, I just Mm -hmm. don't care anymore what worked for them worked at that time. And that's what I'm starting to realize. This is now. This is now. This is now. And the only, only arena you can work in is the now. Yeah. You know, you know, with, I mean, you're, in the mastermind, you signed up for the mastermind succeed mm-hmm. on demand mm-hmm. and it's not cheap. No. How in the heck did you make that decision? What was it that you just said, you know what, I'm going to do this. Well, I tallied up all the money I had spent in the past. Mm-hmm. And then I just looked at what did I get for what I spent results? Yeah. I looked at all of the hours I had put in, in the past. Mm-hmm. I looked at how I would get up at four o'clock in the morning so that I could do those auditions <laughs> and try to beat out everybody else on those auditions. Right. Uh, there was another uh, pay to play that I joined uh, voice bunny voice. Bunny, where, yeah. Honestly, they expected you to wake up at any time and just go into your studio and record. Yeah. Well, it was two or three o'clock in the morning. And I thought this is not working for me at all. <laughs> and I just, looked at all the hours I had put in, all the frustration, um, even all the things that I would try to do to cloak myself from the old school people, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, this is just not worth it. And then I just got to the point where I said, I just don't care anymore what anyone else thinks. There you go. I see a clear path here and I'm going to follow this path. And if, if what I spend on this course on the on, on this um success on demand course uh is equal to what i spent in the past that's fine as long as i see a clear path to get the results yeah you know all the money and all the time i put in before i won't say that that i that it was useless because i did yeah. learn yeah 
But a lot of what I learned was what not to do. Mm. What's funny to me about the mastermind for succeed on demand is that the people that are coming in, the first couple of people that got in were people that had been following me for years or months or almost a year like you. Mm -hmm. And what's surprising is the new people that are coming in are just really becoming aware of who I am. And I kind of thought initially that the people that would sign up would be the people that already knew me. You know, they already knew what I was about because I dare say if you hadn't been following me for as long as you had, or you hadn't used some of the strategies I've taught in the past and seen how they work, I dare say you wouldn't have signed up for this. That's right. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, so it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where for me, the whole reason for doing this is I realized that there's so much information that's out there and it's overwhelming and people get confused you start doing something and then somebody else comes out with another webinar and then somebody comes out with another blog post and then somebody comes out with another YouTube video and you start switching strategies all over the place because the new hot thing is out. Oh, well, let me try that. And you forget all about the stuff you were doing, which may, may have worked if you kept working at it, at it. Yes. With it. And so what I realized is that people need, you know, some people need a mentor or a coach, someone that's going to say, no, don't, Pay any attention to that. Don't do that. Let's keep doing this because this is going to be the result of you doing this. And the other thing about the whole mastermind thing is that even though, you know, you've seen like the outline of the next 12 months that Mm -hmm. I'm going to be going through, the biggest thing for me is that even though I have an outline, this is not cookie cutter. This has got to, this has got to work for you. So what I and what I get down in the dirt with with Conchita may be completely different with how I get down in the dirt, dirt with John, you know, mm-hmm. or whoever else is in the group because you're different. And so many of the stuff that we hear and have seen over time has just been cookie cutter. It's been cookie cutter. It's just it been cookie cutter. Everyone, that's right. Right. And, and that was something else I realized about you because in the beginning, I thought, well, I think Earl expects everybody to be just like him. <laughs> and work work as fast as he does and then, but I realize you understand a lot of things that I don't understand because you've been doing them. Mm. And I'm also understanding that the challenges that I have and technology is one of them mm-hmm. is that once you learn how to do it, it's a piece of cake. Yeah. But it, you it have really to learn how to do it. Right. And that's what I realized with you. I said you know, Earl is going to take the time with me because I noticed in the past, you know, we've worked together on some things, like you said, I was a script writer for you and so forth. And uh, one of the things that you did understand was I don't have all of the knowledge about the business that you do. Mm. And I have to learn that to be as efficient as you are. I have to learn that to make the kind of money that you're making. And I have to learn that to create the brand that I need to That's be. The thing, yeah, the brand. And that was another part of what really threw me off there for a while. I was just so busy trying to create a brand. Mm-hmm. But I. And it gets confusing, I think, too, because you, you know, I think in the beginning, all of us, we look at what other people have done. Yeah. And so we try and copy that without really knowing everything that they've That's actually right. done. And you're trying to follow a pattern. Everything. You're trying to follow a pattern that isn't even authentically you. It's yes. not even, it's yes. not even authentically. It doesn't look like you. It doesn't sound like you. It doesn't feel like you. And there's no way to sell that to anyone. 
one of right. the biggest things that um you know I will be talking about in the in the mastermind is really figuring out who it is that you are as an artist. And that's the thing that needs to come across because the people that are attracted to that will be attracted to that and do business with you. And that's all you have to care about. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't sound like any other voiceover coach. I'm sure I don't act like any other voiceover coach, you know, that's out there. I'm completely just Earl because the only thing, and I said, I think it was yesterday. Um, yeah. And I did a live stream yesterday that nobody showed up to, but I did, a, uh, <laughs> I did a live stream yesterday and put it on, put it online and everything. And I said, look, I can tell each and every one of you what you're the best at because I know. And the thing that you're the best at is being you. No one can beat you. No one can even come close to beating you, you know, being you. And so if you understand who you are, and that's why I like to deal with mindset as well, is because you've just got to be you. People are going to love that. People are going to be attracted to that. And people are going to want to do business with you because of what you bring to the table, not because of you trying to be someone else. And while you're doing that, you're losing all the people that would be attracted to just you. That's right. Yeah. You know. So, but, um, man, Conchita, we've been on, I want to thank you for, for being on the show with me today. This has been great. Um, I told everybody, you know, I was going to do the live streams at least once a week here on the, on the, um, Facebook group in the Facebook group. So trying to stay on that schedule, uh, to do that along with everything else. Cause you know, I've dramatically cut back what I've been doing as far yes. as live stream goes. I'm just, I'm just too busy, uh, <laughs> to just do that, which is a good thing. Um, but I love this. I love doing this. That's why I continue to come back to it over and over again. But um, any last words before we go off air? Oh, I just want to say that um, I thank you for this. Oh, um, wow. I have needed a clear path instead of just, I take this road, I take that road, I take that. You know, mm. like I said, I have plugged you into my GPS. That's how, <laughs> that's how I look at it. And I have plugged in success on demand right into my GPS. I know the path is clear. And one of the things that, that I really, um, that I really always think about is I was on with you when you had that first hater. Oh yeah. I remember that back in like February or something like that. I watched how you handled that. And that was when I made the decision not to care about what <laughs> anyone else thinks. And I said, I'm on the right path here. So oh, man, that's, that's what I want to say about that. And um, I'm just happy and, and anxious to really get going. And like I said, I'm giving this 100% starting today. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Conchita. And everyone else that's tuning in or if you're watching the recording of this, if you want to learn more about the Succeed on Demand Mastermind. Um, you can go ahead and find that out right at StepsToVoiceOverSuccess.com. I'll probably put a link somewhere on this video to that as well. Set up an appointment with me. I don't know. I mean, I've turned down people from coming into the mastermind because I know they're not a good fit. I know. And you've got to realize whether or not I'm a good fit to coach you. So it's a two-way street. It's an interview process. Conchita's gone through it. So she knows you know, some of the things I'm going to ask, but even in the interview process, I can go down a rabbit hole. If you say something that just piques my curiosity, why did you say that type of thing? So it's very individualistic. And if you want more information, again, I'll put up a link for that. You can schedule an appointment with me to get more information on how you too can get into the succeed on demand mastermind. All right. Well, thanks everybody for being here. Conchita, thank you so much. Wow. Beautiful as always. Um, oh, 
you know, you're looking better. You looked better when I saw you two hours ago than you look right now. <laughs> Before you had the face on. When you told me two hours face. ago, you know what? I had just jumped out of bed. My hair wasn't combed. I didn't, I hadn't even brushed my teeth, you know, but here I am. I showed up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, guys. Look, I'll see you guys next week. Well, I'm sure you'll see something else from me before next week. But um, if you're not follow, if you haven't set your notifications for the group, make sure that you do so that you know when I go live, you know when I do a post. Make sure you've got yes, your notifications. Don't miss a thing, it's important. Yes. I appreciate that. Well, all right, guys, you have a great and awesome and amazing Wednesday, and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks, okay. Conchita. Thanks, Bye Brian, and No Quit family. See you later. See ya.